eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we go. It's Monday podcast for you. Welcome to a new week, Al Dukes. What is up Good morning, Jerry. I was uh, had this thought about uh, food and eating and our bodies and this sort of thing. Yeah. Let's use me for an example. Let's talk about me first. If I decided that I was going to eat whatever I wanted to eat, yeah, whenever I wanted to eat it, how big do you think I could get? Um, I don't know. I don't know your family history. That's so, a, so I don't know. Yeah, I I don't. I feel like I don't have heavy people in my family. Right. But just like, let's say today I decided, you know what, for lunch I was going to have half of a pizza. And they're going to chase that with two donuts for dessert. And then I might have a snack in the middle of the day. I might go get McNuggets. Would you go back to your regular habits tomorrow? No, no, I'm saying like if from, that's what you would start from here doing, on out, whatever I feel like eating. Well, you remember the guy that did that documentary on McDonald's? Yeah. And he wasn't going nuts. He just substituted all meals with a McDonald's meal. And some right. of those meals were salads. Um, others were Big Macs. Others were in the morning, the pancakes, the hotcakes. Other mornings it was the McMuffin. Right. And he gained a significant amount of weight and felt significantly more lethargic because of the oils and the sugars he was eating and drinking. So I think 30 days you would see a legit difference in your body. Maybe yeah. sooner, but 30 days I think you'd see a big difference. So if I was going to eat whatever, like if I wanted fried chicken and french fries. It's so fun, doesn't it? It does. But with pizza, then dessert with every meal. Because I want a dessert with every meal. Yeah. I, and I want to eat. Like I see the commercials for like Pizza Hut. I was like, I would like, that looks like a tremendous pizza. I know it sucks that we really, I mean, you can do what you want, but you really can't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I did what I wanted to, what would the effects be? I don't know. I mean, I could tell you of just looking at my family, and I mean looking at cousins, immediate family, I think I would settle around. I think I'd be very much like Greg. I think I could probably get myself in the 230 to 240 range very quickly, I would say. Like, I work, you know, not work. I eat plenty of crap around here when it comes in. You see it. I mean, Wendy's... Sends in the food. I love it. I mean, I love Wendy's. I'm not going to say no to it. 
we get bagels, I'll have a bagel. That's not my everyday routine. Correct. But I don't have the discipline you do that when fun stuff comes, you're very good with that. You stay away from a lot of it. I sometimes, sometimes I do. I don't. I figure, F it, I'm going to, why not? Uh, I also figure it's early in the morning, I can burn it off. But, like, for me, I got to stay relatively, relatively mm, regimented just to stay where I'm at. And where I'm at is not good. I'm 20 pounds overweight. So I think if I let myself go, I think I can get up to 240 in a month. I really do. Like, I think I can gain 30 pounds in a month. Yeah. So I'd have to gain more than that. To get to I wonder what I could get up to. What are you weigh now? 120? <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you, 160? I would say about 160, between 160 and 165. You're almost, you're about 510. I bet you could get up to 2210. Really? Yeah. My God, that would be a crazy for me. I think me. so. And you'd be a, you'd be a big body. It'd just be the big belly. You just have to watch out your legs don't snap if they yeah, hold the weight right? those little peg legs of yours. My peg legs would Although snap. Although your thighs would get, you put more fat on your legs. You think so? I do. I don't have any fat on my legs. I think the fat travels. Hmm. I it's, think in men it settles in your. You might have an ass in your belly. I think for it women does. it settles in thighs and butts. I, but I think you'd get some. Like right. I don't think you get a giant gigantic rear end. Then but would I it think be? You'd have something. Then would it be fun to like go reverse and try to lose it all? And that is not fun, right? I think it's too restrictive then. Yeah. You know, right. the one thing that you do that I like is you, while you may not have a lot of stuff, then you're not really craving it. Right. Other than the Tostitos. Right. Once you start eating. I do love. It. Like yesterday, we were at Ripken in Baltimore uh, for my son, well, near Baltimore for my son. And he got, when we were done for the ride home, he got a cheeseburger. I'm thinking, oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, if I eat it, I know I'm going to be hungry in a few hours, and then I already had a terrible meal. So I didn't, and I put sunflower seeds in my face just to kind of <laughs> get busy with something, you know? Uh, it's tough. It's not easy. Really you wouldn't isn't. have looked at that as like, oh, it's a special treat on a drive home? I, you know why I didn't? Because we went out for dinner Friday night near the stadium down there, and while I didn't go, what the hell did I have Friday night? Oh, man, I forgot. The hell did I eat? Friday night. Oh, I didn't go crazy. I got the bourbon shrimp and I got uh, the bourbon chicken with broccoli. Not terrible, but they put so much crap on it. You know, it ain't great. And I did scoop out some of my son's mashed potatoes he wasn't eating. So while it wasn't a horrible meal, it wasn't a good meal. And then Saturday night on a whim, because we had to drive back down to Maryland for his games on Sunday, we decided to stop off at Kim's mom's place, which is about an hour away. So it cut the drive in half. We took her out for dinner, and I had chicken parm. Nice. So I already had my two crap meals for the weekend. I couldn't do it again Sunday. Instead, I had oatmeal in the morning, sunflower seeds for the ride home, and then I had a couple of chicken wings, and that was it. Like, that was my day yesterday. Can I tell you all this talk right now? I'm starving me, for me too. fried so I chicken. I can't wait for my two little tangerines that I'm waiting for me. I'm starving for fried chicken and pizza right now. I hear you, man. With uh, pepperoni on it. That's why the place where you used to live, down the block from there, my friend opened up the restaurant called Asalute, or Asalute, I don't know how you pronounce it, and he's, he makes Detroit-style pizza, which you go out and sit out the, outside at the bar with the TVs on, you have some drinks and you have the pizza. It's so What's freaking What's Detroit-style pizza? It's like a thicker uh, but crispier uh, dough, you know, for the pizza. Less cheese, more sauce, toppings. It's I'm telling you, it's outstanding. The problem is... You have a few drinks and you eat that. You just consume 1,250 calories like that. I'm trying to limit myself to 1,600 a day. I just, I'll do that in an hour. Right. Maybe more, actually. That's exactly. It's, it's so fun. killer. 
It's no fun, Jerry. Jerry, I got another email from somebody looking for advice. We get eight of them. No, we just got go one, two, four, eight. No, oh. I got one. This is a losing problem. The problem with these is they're very hard to give advice oh, on. Oh, geez, another tough one. Yeah, let's see. Alan, Jerry, my girlfriend and I have been together for three years, and we've been involved involved with each other for five. We've been together for three years, involved with each so other. So friends for five. first, and okay. Then together, that's fair. She's thirty-five. I'm twenty-nine, and while we have a bevy of the same interests and share the same financial goals. Our personal goals are different. She wants to have kids and get married. Kids again. She wants to have kids and get married. I want neither. Oh boy. Yet if she had to choose, she would choose children and I would choose marriage. In addition, she owns a small business which consumes all of her time. And I work for an airline full time. And help her out when I can. She lives in North Carolina. I live in Chicago. What are we doing? We both fly for free, which makes the distance not seem so long. She is more like Al. I am more like Gina. We balance each other out quite well. All I want is to enjoy life and travel together. What do I do? Run. So this guy wants to enjoy life, travel together, and just be together. She wants to get married and have children. And she's 35, which means, Jerry, biological clock is ticking. I, yeah. I, I, if you told me without, and I don't know who it is, but if you just put a scenario out there and it wasn't an email you were reading where there's actual someone behind it, I would say, just move on. There's, because there's no chance of this working. Well, you're living in two different places. You want different things. Yeah. I mean, you live hours and hours and hours away from one another. You need a plane to get to each other. One's got a traveling job. Another's got their own business. One's older. One's younger. One wants kids. The other wants to get married. I, I, I feel bad because there's 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 feelings and an emotion tied to this email. Right. If that was just a you know general situation, I would say move on next. I feel I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and even saying like we fly for free, it still is a pain in the ass. It's still a process. It's still a big process, yeah. I mean, it's not... I mean, I guess if you're flying frequently, you're not checking bags, and you're just basically showing up at the airport when you have to and getting on the plane and going, as opposed to the whole rigmarole of checking in the bag. Then when you get there, you got to go down to the carousel. But it's still... I feel for him, because it seems like he really likes her and she likes him, but I don't know how you make that work long-term. Right. Unless he's prepared to move to where she lives... Now, he can do what he does, but I think you got to live with her. And if you're not going to get married and have, I mean. Yeah, this sounds like future trouble. Yeah, it feels like, it sounds like a lot of trouble, actually. Well, there you go. Sounds like trouble. Our advice would be, doesn't sound great. So a lot, seemed to be a lot of uh, impediments in the way. But he's got to, as he's typing that. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to think something. It's another thing when you type it or write it. And you start to look at it like, oh, my God, is that my situation? Right. Yeah. You know, what do you? Th- Here's a better question. What does he think, honestly, in his mind, or in his heart? Or like say, if a friend came to him with, with this that scenario? Situation. Yeah, I would guarantee you he would tell that friend it's not going to work. It's not looking great. Yeah. So we didn't really help him, did we? No, I think we did. We said it's not looking great. It's a lot of things in there. It's not one thing here. No, it's multiple things. It's not a good. That is not a great situation. Not a good situation. No. As they say, Jerry, there's other fish in the sea. I know, but he likes that one. He likes that fish. And she likes him. Right. Love shiny. Love is in the air. 
This was a cool story, Jerry. The Loch Ness Monster. You've heard of that in uh, Scotland's Loch Ness? Yeah, made up nonsense. Yeah, it's been debunked uh, for years. Like the main photo that's come out, the the guy told you how he did it. He had the, uh, it was a fake thing. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Except the big alligator. (laughs) (laughs) Except, Jerry, that a British outdoorsman was paddling through Loch Ness for a long-distance charity on a canoe, and he captured drone footage. He drone footaged his whole thing, wasn't thinking about the Loch Ness Monster. He says, the last thing I want to do is make a Nessie claim, which the Loch Ness Monster's um, a nickname, Jerry. Okay. I'm the most skeptical of people, but watching this, I think, yeah, there's something a bit strange here. The video taken uh, last month uh, shows... What looks like the Loch Ness monster swimming? I'm looking at it right under now. the surface. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Now the thing about it is, this image only appears to be 15 feet long, where we have the Loch Ness monster being this gigantic monster. I'm sorry. This is, what is wrong with everybody? 14 foot long, 14 to 15 feet long. Yeah. Okay. You know what else are 14 to 15 feet long? Alligators. This could be a baby Loch Ness monster, Jerry. I get. Or, I mean, I'm looking at it. I don't. Or the Loch Ness monster is smaller than we thought, and it is only 15 feet long. Or it's not a Loch Ness monster, and it's an alligator. Are you getting a good image of that, Jerry? Can you well, but like, see, really that's the thing. see it? Like I'm looking at this right now. How can you think it's anything but an alligator? I mean, what are we talking about here? Maybe there's no alligators in Loch Ness. What about that, Jerry? Right. I'm going to go with the fact that it's probably an alligator. Let but me... you can go, and, and the video, he's putting that out there based on that? Well, he he's not putting it out there. Somebody. Did you see the video? I did see the video. And what do you it think? Was, it's For very real? hard to see. There's nothing there. Are there alligators in Loch Ness? This is actually funny that we're. Loch Ness monster was seven proposed explanations for the Loch Ness monster, Jerry. Yes, shocking. Uh, a lake sturgeon. Okay. Uh, a tree. Indigenous eels. Indigenous eels. I like that. Mountainous reflections. That's an interesting one. Sure. Bird wakes. Or an alligator. Seismic activity. Swimming elephants. <laughs> Alligators are not listed, so maybe they're not indigenous. Maybe someone put one there and took a photo of it. Maybe. Mm. I just don't. I don't believe that there's a Bigfoot. I don't believe that there's a Loch Ness monster. I don't believe that there are aliens. I just don't. What about Bermuda Triangle? We haven't heard about that in years. That's weather related, though. Like I know those are crazy stories. Yeah. I also know that weather can do some funky things. We also haven't heard about a plane going down in the Have Bermuda not. Triangle in years. That is very true. That's true, too. So I don't know. I don't know. This Talk about a misleading headline, Jerry. This was a misleading headline. Man finds Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> that was a real headline. Oh. This was very misleading, Jerry, because you'll see I'm going to give you the headline, and then you tell me what you think this means. All right. Michael Jordan's worn underwear sells for $2,784, quote, shows definite use. Well, hold on. Yeah. Who got his underwear? Like a former 
like arena person? Well, it just says that 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 it was up for auction at Leland's auction, and the final bidding came in at twenty seven hundred dollars, and they said that it showed evidence of definite use. Okay, does so that mean like poop stains? Exactly. That's what I, I thought I that think. meant skid marks, right. urine drips in the front, maybe dried other stuff. No. You know what it means, Jerry? What does it mean? There are some loose threads <laughs> and a dry cleaning tag attached to the drawers. All right. First of all, he's, got, he's dry cleaning his underpants. Why not? He's worth a billion dollars. <laughs> he could dry clean his head if he wanted to. Would you want uh, no. Michael Jordan underpants? Would you? I wouldn't. Me neither. I'm good. What about Danny White underwear? See no, if you could get a I pair don't want of- anybody's underwear. Next time you work with Danny White in a Cowboy game later this year, see if he'll bring in a pair of his underpants for me. I mean, I could tell that story and then yeah. ask him if anybody's asked for his used underwear. Yeah, his for auction. Underwear. What do you think of Danny? Danny, how about this? After the game, let's trade draws. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> players trade jerseys. Ask Danny White if you could trade underpants with him. <laughs> but tell him we need to make sure it's visibly worn underpants. <laughs> Well, he's in his. He's an older fella. He probably has a prostate drip. Okay, we all he do. Might. Yeah, Danny's got to be in his sixties yeah. for sure. Played in the. He was on the. He was on those teams in the seventh. Some of those teams in the seventies. You think he could throw, still throw a deep ball to you and I? Like, I mean, Boomer can. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great question. I know Danny had some back issues, and I think they're resolved because he used to play golf a lot. But I know he wasn't because of his back. Boomer seems to have made out better than most. Former athletes. Boomer has stayed very active. Yeah. I really believe that's a big part but of Danny it. But Danny White looks good. I see him on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook photos whenever yeah. there's a game. The you know, Michelle he does, a lot of, he does a lot of cameos. Oh, is that right? He does. The, the last few times I've been with him for games, he needs to set aside like 30, 40 minutes to, to bang out the cameos. Really? Yeah. Hi, I'm Danny yeah. White. I'm telling you, we've really missed an opportunity with that. We have. Yep. I don't know if we're even allowed to do it, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, people are really into it. Like, it's fun. Yeah. It's nothing crazy. You wouldn't charge a, a, a lot of money. Right. But, but it's d- a fun thing to do. Right. You know? But you got to charge something, right? It's your time. You have to charge something. Not only that, the person buying the cameo, it's normally for a gift. Yeah. They've got to feel like they've spent money on the person. Otherwise, they feel like that's not really a gift. That's true, too. That is very true. So, it's kind of neat. And he he's very, at least... At the Meadowlands last year at MetLife Stadium when I did the season finale against the Giants, he he went missing for like 45 minutes, and he came back. He was like, you know, it's fun. He goes, but, you know, it takes a while. Yeah. You know, he had like seven or eight or nine of them he had to do. And, you know, but, yeah, he stays busy. But I think that's why Boomer has aged well. Boomer is still playing hockey. He's still out and about. The biking, I think, is a big deal for him. Playing golf and walking, he did. You know, Boomer's not one of these guys. That's funny. I heard G talking about golfing on Friday, and Boomer made the comment, "Great exercise," and he laughed about it. You know, G wants to get in the cart and play, which I understand. That's a lot of people. When I go with my friends, they'll get the carts, and I hump the bag on my back. And I don't play much, but when I do, because it's five, six miles of walking, and you feel great when you're done. You get in the cart. You know, there's two ways you can golf. Well, three ways. You can get in the cart and play. You can get in the cart and drink and play, or you can walk the course and play. I much prefer to walk the course, and that's what Boomer does. And think in the summer how much he plays. Yeah, I like the idea of walking. Awesome. Better. Yeah. 
All right, Jerry, let's walk. That's it? Let's walk to the warm-up that show. quick. All right. Now, you're out tomorrow. you got Cowboys tonight. I am out tomorrow. So yes. I've got uh, CeeLo tomorrow. We'll yep. do a warm-up show. I don't see me and CeeLo. I have no Eddie tomorrow, yeah. so I've, I don't see me and CeeLo doing a post-game podcast. You go home early. i got to go to the dentist tomorrow. It's like, uh, you know, just for a cleaning. I understand. Though, just the cleaning. So why don't we do this? Why don't we see you? Uh, Jerry will see you Wednesday. Yeah. I will see you tomorrow with the warm-up show with Mr. Christopher Lepresti. I look forward to it. I'll be sleeping. And we'll see you tomorrow then. Right on. So This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't No, suck. it doesn't, especially not on a football Monday, even without the Eddie Scazzeri. Good morning, Mike Fligelman. How you be? So, we got the warm-up show till 6. Uh, we got Boomer and Geo then. Right now, though, across from me, his name is Al Justin Dukes. He's a handsome man. He's wearing a beautiful Nets top. That's timely. Kyrie Irving, nuts. Good morning, Al. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. Um, I've had it with the Giants. <laughs> Finally? I mean, I yeah. thought you had it last week. I was mocked here. You know, I grew up a Dallas Cowboy fan. I grew up in the 70s when no one around here rooted for the Jets or Giants. They rooted for the Cowboys, the Steelers, the Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> the Dolphins. The Dolphins, yes. These were the teams that we rooted for. They were the for. national teams. They were the national teams, and this is what we rooted for with the Giants and Jets yeah. stunk. Yeah. So, but I started working here, Jerry, in 2007. Great timing. Great timing. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm rooting. And I got mocked. I was rooting for the Giants when I grew up a Cowboy fan. I was rooting for the Jets. I wanted to see the local teams do well because it's good for business. And you did for a while. You saw two Super Bowls. I did. You saw Rexy and the Jets that I were did. competitive and competent to the AFC Championship I did, games. Jerry. And now you're paying for it, Al. I found myself for the very first time since starting here in 2007 rooting against the Giants. I was disgusted yesterday. I rooted against them. I hear you. I wanted the Falcons to come back and win that game, and they did because I've had enough. It's awful. I agree. nothing is changing here. Yep. It's pretty terrible. And it is different to me than the New York Jets situation. As as terrible as the—I actually watched the Jet game, and then this morning I came in, I was like— I don't recall a thing from it. Let me go back and watch the highlights. Because you didn't see anything. I still didn't watch. Nothing happened. There was nothing there. It was a brutally boring, terrible football game. Yes. But you can understand it with the rookie quarterback. My issue with that would be is he completely, completely looks overmatched. Okay. Which is fine. And hopefully by week 10, 11, 12, he finds his way. And if you're a Jet fan, you feel like 2022, you'll see changes. With the Giants, round and round and round and round we go, and it's boring, and they're bad, and they make mistakes at the wrong times. Terrible. terrible I fell terrible, asleep. Terrible. So did it, I. Like, legitimately, ah. I was asleep on my couch. I did, too. <laughs> like this, going like this. And I woke up still 7-6. I was outside watching the game, and God. my wife pushed me. She goes, you want to come in something? No, I'm good. 
I still, I think I was sleeping for about seven, eight minutes, but passed out because I was bored. Oh, hard. and and, and there are there's always going to be reasons for losses. You could always, of course, but at some point, and the Giants have hit this point long ago. It doesn't matter what your reasons. No, you oh, got to win now. We lost Blake Martinez, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Okay. Other teams lose players too. Exactly. How about this? Adoree Jackson catch the ball. That game is probably over, and it's not just on him for sure because they had the ball, and they get to midfield, and they go backwards. But, I mean, they make the wrong plays at the wrong times, or they don't make the plays at the right time, and then the other teams do. And it's just, I mean, it, it's almost like a show on repeat. Yeah, and I like how they're like, oh, uh, Eli Manning thing, the Giants are going to come out. No, they played like, actually, like most Eli Manning seasons. Just boring. Boring nothing. No, it's boring, boring nothingness. No argument for me. Hard, it's, and it's just boring to watch. There, I saw that the Giants and Jets have the are tied for the worst records over the last three years. That's good job. Awesome. That's awesome. That's a good job. That's what we have. That's what we're dealing with. And and enough of like, I know the Giants fans booed John Mara during yeah. the Eli Manning thing. He kicked over cans, Jerry. He kicked over garbage cans in the hallway. This John Mara, he's so angry. How about this? Every year he goes, someone will be like, is there a playoff mandate? No. How about this? If we don't make the playoffs, everyone's fired. Yes. I, I Goodbye, hear you. I hear everybody. You. I know. Gone. And I know Joe Judge is a young coach, but this has got to stop. It has to. It's too much. And then the, the you can't even take the press conferences seriously anymore. He starts every response with, look. Um, <laughs> you look. You're right. <laughs> look at your team. You stink. You stink. You're 0-3 again. Oh, it's just. And. You're right in that, like, if you were watching the game, oh, yes, Daniel Jones did fumble once, though he got it back. And I was thinking, oh, no, please, please fall on it. Because if he would have lost that ball in the fourth quarter, now they wound up going backwards and they gave the ball back to Atlanta anyway. But if they would have lost because he lost the fumble and then they won the, oh, my God. that So he gets the ball back. But it's like they don't score touchdowns. They didn't do anything terribly bad, but they don't do anything good. You look up, they've got six measly points. And not for nothing, they dominated the line of scrimmage in the first half, and they're losing at halftime. Like, just atrocious. It really is just atrocious. I wrote this tweet out mainly to remind myself of this for the morning. Uh, I wrote, Giants were starting to surprise me, moving the ball down the field. Then in the red zone, they go deflected pass, sack, QB run out of bounds, and settle for a field goal. There you go. That's the that's them in a nutshell. They love a fi- the Giants love a field goal. It's them in a nutshell. It's ter- it really is. They're uh... when when can fans stop being loyal? When can, can Giants be, fans can stop being move loyal on? Whenever you want. But why is it so looked down upon? Like like if well, your it team... depends on who it is. Okay, so... if, if I'm a longtime Giants fan, why can't I now go? And why does it look bad on me as a fan for for me to go? I'm choosing the Arizona Cardinals now. They're my new team. Well, I think because usually a hardcore, I think for the casual sports fan, that's exactly what they do. For real. I mean, I'm not making funny or nothing yeah. like that. I see you smirking. You're not a hardcore sports fan, and that's great. Um, a lot of my friends aren't either, and they really follow players now because of fantasy sports, and they don't have, quote-unquote, a team. I think those days are largely over for a lot of fans. I think gambling, fantasy, it's all changing. That said, the Joe Beningos of the world, people even like myself who grew up watching and rooting for one team, you do have 
And again, the hardcore fan would tell you this. You do have that emotional connection to the team to where you despise other teams. Like if you're a Giant fan, you're not liking Washington, Dallas, or Philly. You just can't because you've grown up playing them twice a year. You just hate them as much as that word means for sports as opposed to real life. And it's hard to just say, you know what? It's enough. You know, you grew up, you love Phil Sims, You love Phil McConkey, Mark Bavaro, Lawrence Taylor, whatever. Just get past that for a second. You know, um, the teams that won. Eli, and all of a sudden, they sit there and say, eh, I'm going to root for the Saints. Based on what? So, casual fan, 100% I'm with you. A hardcore fan, then you're not a hardcore fan. That's all. I don't know if you heard, Jerry, but I'm now a fan of the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Chargers. I hear you. Those are my two teams. Very exciting. I'm already off the Kansas City Chief bandwagon. They're one and two. And Losers. their defense looks terrible, and their coach went to the hospital after the game. Right. That's how bad Although the game okay. was. Andy Reid had to actually go to the hospital. I don't understand. Dehydration? Are they not giving him Gatorade on the sideline? Like, what is he drinking? Beer during the game? He might be a big coffee guy. A lot of coffee's a dehydrator. During the game, though? <laughs> you can tell me you're standing out there, you're not drinking any water or I nothing? Yeah, I think he's drinking nothing. Man, that's... that's. And imagine, that's... like, you know when you don't drink anything, like no water or anything, your breath gets stank, and then he's talking into that card. It's probably bouncing right back into his nose. That <laughs> sent him right to the hospital. This is what you're thinking. Yeah. So stank breath sent stank him breath to the sent hospital. Stank breath sent him right to the hospital, It was Jay. not dehydrated. Here, have nope. a mint and call us in the morning. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be good. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad, man. We're in a bad way with football here in New York. I jokingly tweeted last night, you better start loving hockey. But it's October. What is? No, I'm sorry. It's September 27th, it's and we're 0-6. It's not even Rocktober yet. It's 0-6 for these two teams. It's and weird. The, the Jets might not win a game. And right. now the Giants have the Saints in the Superdome. Right. First game since the Har- – oh, my god! Yeah, good luck. Jameis Winston's going to throw nine touchdown passes. I'm telling you. Take a deep breath. Take a what deep breath. What do we breath. do, Jerry? Oh, you can root for Kyrie Irving. In the I'm not rooting for. I'm not. Listen, I am. So, it was weird. I just looked at the NFL standings. I know we're only three weeks yeah. in, but it's interesting to see the Chiefs in the last place. I mean, last yeah. place at one and two. And the Broncos, who have beaten the teams they've beaten, are a combined zero and nine. But you know what? Three and zero is three and zero. Right. And we'll see about them Sunday night when they take on the Ravens. Who, real quick, and I know we're not going around the league just yet, but just real quick, can you explain to me how? All good. 66-yard field goal. That's outstanding. Where is the delay of game penalty, and well, how is that not changed from replay? I, I read the explanation. Are you going to tell me the official time is on the field? I don't well, believe that. The, well, what the officials say is that they I do think that's an excuse. They do this for all things like this, that it's the one dude, I don't know if it's a back judge, whoever it mm-hmm. is, that has to watch the clock. He's only looking at the clock. When the clock strikes zero... That's when he then turns to look if the ball was snapped. And if it's in the process of... They let it go. They let it go. So basically, the play clock is not a real play clock. The you play clock is... Set, the pl- what? play clock is, Jerry. As I said, clock with an L. The play <laughs> clock, Jerry. <laughs> when it's it hits zero, second. you get... It's a suggestion. That's fine, but that sucks if you're the other team. It does suck. Because that should team. be five. Especially after he throws the ball out of bounds. Like, nah, we'll take a 66-yarder. Yeah, no, we'll go for 66. I didn't care for that. Yeah. There were two things that mesmerized me rules-wise. I know I'm all over the place. That, in terms of replay not being able to fix it, I don't know why it can't. I understand the uh, the explanation. I don't agree with it, but whatever. The snap was late. The play should be dead five yards back. 
And then not to get into it yet, because I'm sure we will at some point in this hour, but how Alex Cora does not replay the drop foul tip into the mitt last night of Vasquez with Aaron Judge up, I, I, for the life of me, do not understand. But whatever. Those are two things that make no sense to me this morning. These are things that were bothering you? No, they just don't make sense to me. I don't care personally. I'm glad the Yankees won because at least they're relevant. And maybe they'll host a wild card game now. And I don't give a rat's behind about the Lions or the Ravens. But those are two things that shouldn't be. So, right. we have a, we have replay for a reason is what you're saying, Jerry. Yeah. One guy screwed it up and the other, I feel like the league screwed it up. Play clock. <laughs> Play clock. Whatever. Clock. I heard Play it. Cost. <laughs> That's too fast. You can't even hear what that says. Oh, no, I heard it. <laughs> the audience has Just no idea. fine. No way. You realize you talk that fast? Uh, no. So you're saying, Jerry, the next week, Giants-Saints <laughs> loss, Jets-Titans. Not not looking great. Not looking great. Not looking great. No. Nope, 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 nope. Could you imagine 0-8? Yes, we could. Yes, absolutely. What do we say? Now, you think about this. Before the season, you and I did this. We didn't go game by game or anything like that, but we did highlight the Giants' first three games. I went game by game, and I tweeted out a well, photo where I put win-losses, and I had them for oh, a did. win for Atlanta. My point was, I know we sat here and said, for the Giants to be relevant, 2-1 and one after three. And they're 0-3. 0-3. Oh, my God. And then when you look at, because I believe after, because they don't they have, like, oh. the Bucks and the Chiefs and all that coming up? Chargers. I mean, they're going to get their butts whooped. Yeah, so they got... On the road, the next two on the road in New Orleans, in Dallas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Rams, Chiefs, Raiders. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can't make it up. Yep. You really can't. Mm-hmm. I, it's. How do you, let me ask you this. You're Dave Gettleman, and clearly that ain't impressing us much. That don't impress me much. Do you walk in today wondering if you're going to be let go? No, he seems. Like he's cocky, but if I bet he walks all right. in all cocky, like me, John Mara got booed yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it, there's no question about it. I, I'm with you. I, and it, it, if I was a Giant fan, it would annoy me that he never says there's no mandate, especially after years and years of nothing. I think this was probably the year, if not last year, to do that. He didn't do it. He gets booed like crazy yesterday. You know that it bothers him. It has to. There's no question it bothers him, at least in my mind. Don't you have to do something today? To turn this around. What does the GM do during the season anyway? Throw them out, send a message. Right, Jerry? I, I don't That's like, I I, listen, I don't like firing people. I really don't. I, I'm Fire not, me. I'm not usually like that. Yeah. But I think you're in a situation now. Gettleman's been here a while. The results are horrific. They're not bad. They're horrific. Something's got to be done here. If you've got a head coach you like, even though he's not getting results either, Although last year, oh, Joe Judge, look at the way the team played. Okay, I guess that's a positive moral victory. So you're not letting him go. Got to do something. Giants fans, I think, would like to see uh, Jason Garrett Jason Garrett gone. That's fine. Jason Garrett's not going to catch that interception in the end zone yesterday. Jason Garrett's not having the, the well, I don't even have to go there. But, it, yeah, I don't know. Some things you got to give because this is unacceptable. At some point, I know – What's the definition of crazy? Doing the same thing over and over and over yeah. again and expecting different results? Because this ain't working. That's why I've had it, Jerry. 
I've got like my Kyler Murray jersey on order. I, I hear you. I've got my Justin Herbert jersey on order. Like we're even just asking them to be relevant. Yeah. We're not even saying being a Super Bowl team. How about don't be 0-3 again? Right. I don't know. We got a lot to do. It's, yeah, we do, it's a, Jerry. Just a blah Monday. At least we have the Yankees. Remember Craig years ago used to do thank God for the Yankees? Yes. He's right. I do. Well, this year in particular. This is thank God for the Yankees. That haven't been said. I don't know what we were saying that Friday. <laughs> no. Friday didn't look so good right. going into Fenway, but they sweep all three. Stanton's a monster over the weekend. Cora falls asleep in the dugout. There's another thing. He gets on the phone. Fire that guy. Whoever he was talking because to. Because clearly, him gone. yes, he gets on the phone to talk to his replay guy. To be, he says, you could even read his lips. He's like, so did he drop it? And then he's like, okay. And he gives the umpire the, you know, go ahead, forget it. We're not challenging it. The guy in the booth, what was he watching? But I, The Patriots? See, I felt like he dropped. I mean, it was a foul he tip. Did. He caught the ball, uh-huh. and then he goes to put it in his hand to throw it back, and then he dropped the transfer. He caught the ball. I'll have to look at that How again, do you Jerry. not challenge that? They said it's non-reviewable. Okay, so then that's a different story. So then he's it's on the phone. It's considered like catch a dropping a foul pop-up. Well, it's interesting because so Vaskersian says, I don't understand why there wasn't a challenge there. So he didn't know the rule either. Neither did I. And I'm watching TV. How about Dummy. that? And A-Rod was very good last night. I'll take a I love break. A-Rod. I do too. I don't know why people hate him so much. I, I love all the ins- broadcasters people hate. A-Rod. Me too. <laughs> Joe Buck. <laughs> too. Troy Aikman. I'm with you. That's the other thing. I want to ask you about Gus Johnson on the other side. Gus Johnson I love. I don't. But on the other side, I want to get to that. 5-17, we go to 6. Boomer and Geo. then on the fan. Don't go away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The fan is on your smart speaker to listen to the home of New York sports. Just say, play WFAN. Oh, yeah. Rip Roaring Monday right here on the fan. Boomer and Geo coming up top of the hour. Week three in the National Football League. And our season's over here in New York. But a lot of good storylines for sure in and around the league. Real quick on the Gus Johnson things. I mentioned that before the break. And to be clear, I don't dislike Gus Johnson at all, but he's not one of my favorites. As you were pointing out, you like those that others don't. Like, I love Buck and Aikman. Those, that's my favorite grouping. It's just our pairing. Love those guys. I like Gus Johnson, just not one of my favorites. People were going berserk over the field goal return for a touchdown, Gus's call. I got to be honest with you, Al. I couldn't hear it. Between the crowd noise and him screaming, I don't know what he was saying. Did I misread that? I mean, um, I heard a lot of excitement. Yeah, I heard of a lot of excitement. I don't know what he said, though. I also felt like when they go, whoa, it's a record. It's a tied right. record. Three other guys did it. Yeah, I'm not impressed. To me, that's a kickoff return. Yeah. That's all that is. That's exactly what that is. It's it's unique because you don't see that happen often, but it's been done before. I thought the guy nailed the field goal. I thought, you know, I thought from, so, too. From the angle that we had on yeah. TV. Right down the middle. Yeah, These right down the middle. These guys kick the ball so far, it's absurd. I know. I want to be a kicker, Jerry. I know. Well, you've you've missed that calling. You have the look. 
do you think that kickers, when they work out exercising, right, they go to the gym, they do in the leg exercises. Yeah. If if they're a righty kicker, which most of them are, do they work the right leg more than their left leg? I would think so. You do? You I would think, think so. Do you think visually you could see a bigger leg, their right leg's bigger? I think they probably stretch out the right leg more than the left. Is that right? Well, I mean, I'm not saying they're not stretching out the left leg, but if you're asking me if they are – you know, doing a little bit more on yeah. the I would say so, yes. I don't know that. A little bit more on the right leg. That would be my guess. That's what I would do. I wonder if you could just work out just your right leg. Well, that would be look super stupid. muscular. That would look silly. And then your other leg thin, but then you're just kicking balls like crazy. That would like that would be like putting Saquon Barkley's left uh, right leg on you and then you having your left leg. Sick of him too, Saquon Barkley. Well, I'm sure you are. Where are you ever going to get 51 yards if Saquon's <laughs> on there? He's still acting like he's not ready to play. I know. Then don't play. It's like he's taking bows because he ran for 50 yards and scored a touchdown. Dude, they need you to run for 151 yards, score two touchdowns, and catch about eight balls out of the backfield. But he's still saying things like, I know that. I hear just getting it. Step by step, game at a time. Don't play till you're ready. And I hate to see, I hate when anybody in an open field doesn't run straight or runs out of bounds. Yeah. Wide receivers do it all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw Saquon Barkley do it yesterday. He did it. Yeah, he did. He had that nice catch and run on the screen. And then he pass. goes out of bounds. I know. Hit somebody. Lower your shoulder, like Daniel Jones when he scored the touchdown or the two point conversion, whatever it was. He lowered his shoulder yes. and ran over the linebacker. You ever see? That was awesome. You ever see Walter Payton run out of bounds? If he did, he was hitting somebody before he did. Maybe. Man, football, Jerry. Well, Earl Campbell. You ever see that video, Jerry, of Earl Campbell? Earl Campbell lowered the shoulder and run over people. Putting his head down, jamming that ram right in the sternum. Jersey and getting his ripped. jersey ripped That's off because right. he won't go down. I think, you we, think we saw the same NFL films. You, <laughs> I got it free with Sports Illustrated. So did I. Do you think Earl Campbell runs out of bounds, Jerry? No, he I, doesn't. I'm sure he did once in a while, but not often like these guys today. When Tony Dorsett ran 99 yards in, in the Minnesota Metrodome. Monday Night Football. When he was running down the sideline, did he step out of bounds instead, or did he well, go for the touchdown, in Jerry? Fairness, there was nobody in front of him. There were people. There was no one in front of him. There were people around. He ran everybody. There Who handed people, the ball Jerry. off to him? Danny White. That's right. There were people around, Jerry. But no, he doesn't go out of bounds. Or a receiver, when he catches the ball, and he goes, I've got my first down. Let me just go down. Did Jerry Rice go down, Jerry? I don't think so. No, he didn't. I don't think so. Did Drew Pearson go down, Jerry? Welcome inside 80 Sports with Al Dukes. <laughs> it's Steve Largent. <laughs> I thought you go Steve Balboni and switch to baseball. <laughs> Steve Largent just fall down on the Kingdom turf when he caught a ball and had a first down? I don't no, know. Never saw him Jerry. play a full game. I don't know. Steve Largent, he was terrific. You ever how many Seahawks games you watch? <laughs> None. Maybe a first quarter if they were on Monday Night <laughs> Football 100 years ago. <laughs> Until 10 o'clock and then TV off. Or once every 12 years when they played the Giants or Jets. <laughs> It is funny how we feel like we watch these guys. Yeah. We didn't. Right. All we saw was <laughs> video recaps <laughs> and VHS right. Which is why we thought every game was awesome. Right. Because all we saw were their highlights. Like Mike Schmidt was 90 miles away. How many Phillies games did you really see? Only when they played the exactly. Mets. Exactly. It's so true. It is funny. How about let's look at a couple things from around the world of NFL football, Jerry. Miles Garrett. Killer day. First of all, Justin Field. They How'd finished, that go for him? <laughs> they finished with one yard passing. One. Well, that's so that's the net yards, right? Yeah, After net the yards. sacks, I yeah. think. Is that how that works? Yes. Yeah, he, what do you complete? Six <laughs> pa- what do you complete? Six passes? He was I don't know. Six he, for twenty, I think. Miles Garrett had four four and a half sacks himself. 
Yeah, that did not go well. It's funny because we I was going to bet that game. You were? Then, well, because I'm thinking there's no way this kid making his first start. It's just because of where the, you know, the game was on the road. They're the Bears. Uh, I just didn't think they had a chance. But then I'm like, you know what? I don't know who's playing for Cleveland. I'm going to leave that game alone. Yeah. Yes, officially six for 20 for 68 yards. But because of the sack yard, it goes down as one yard One yard pass. passing. Good job. He had one more yard than you did yesterday, Amazing. Jerry. He sacked nine times. Nine. Nine times. Nine. 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 Baker Mayfield was sacked five times in that game. Yeah. Not that it mattered much. but Although, I will tell you, and I didn't watch this game, 13-6 going into the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. It was a ball game, Jerry. It was a ball game. A boring ball game. Yeah, this one doesn't seem like it was too thrilling. Although Beckham did play, finally. Yeah, I did see he. I thought he caught a couple balls. Oh, how did your uh, Krishna stuff go over the weekend? Uh, did you do it Krishna? every day? No, I didn't. Oh. All right, I so Beckham, Beckham was back. He had five catches for 77. Oh, five yards. catches. All right. Yeah. Then how about this uh, <laughs> nugget I I took out of the uh, the Bucks rams game, Jerry? This is a post-game nugget that I mm. found in an article. Yeah. It said, for the first time in the regular season, Tom Brady threw for 400 yards, no picks. And lost. And lost. How about that? How about that? Matthew Stafford. Stafford's good, him. man. Stafford, uh, he played a really good ball game yesterday. Yeah. So I was in and out of that game because I was trying to watch. Yeah, I try to watch as much as bad as the Jets are and boring. I am trying to watch Zach Wilson. So I did have, I was going to actually text you at one point yesterday that I was trying to just watch the Giants and Jets. I, I, you couldn't, can't. I couldn't do it. But I was on the Jets more than I was on Red Zone or on Fox where the Bucks rams were. So I would switch over once in a while. Stafford makes a hell of a lot of nice throws. And it's almost like he's been reborn out there. It is, it is impossible to watch a single game. It's impossible. I think the game's got to be good. Again, we differ on this because I would if the Cowboys are on, I am not turning it off. I'm not turning it off for red zone. I'm not turning it off for anything. But what I'm do you do in the sixty percent of the time it's in commercial break? No, 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 no. Commercial break, I'll switch. I'm not going to sit there and watch commercials. Oh, okay. But I also with the with the clock in my head, one minute I'm back. I don't want to miss a play. But it is. It's like so. Yesterday, I was back and forth on red zone in the the late afternoon games for the Jets, specifically the second half. Because I was outside watching the football, and I didn't have all I had was the antenna, so I could watch two and five. I had my little clear TV thing on the TV. Nice. So I really did just watch the Giants in the one o'clock window, and the Jets. That's all I watched for the first quarter and a half, and then it was enough. I had to go inside. I couldn't take it anymore. But it is. It's difficult. There's a lot of commercials. There's a million commercials. I had to be in the car during uh, the first half of the Jet game, part of it. Yeah. So I had it on in the radio. Listen, Bob was shoes in. It is impossible to follow a game. Yeah, you on the have radio. to be really locked in. It's difficult. I agree. And legitimately, half the drive was commercials. Yeah, it's a lot. And and they're reading a lot too. Oh my god! I don't know how that goes. And Bob's really. I think Bob's really good, but it is a lot of breaks. I don't care for his uh, color commentator guy, Marty Lyons. Yeah, that's it's enough. Okay, it's enough. It's one of those things. Let's move on. <laughs> Seriously, oh, yeah, it's I'll, okay to move on. You can you can but talk to the Jets. Teams are afraid to move on. It's okay to have guys that are broadcasters that weren't playing when I was a child. It's okay. It is okay. Why do you think teams don't ever move on from I old think they're broadcasters? They like them. I, that's I think that's oh it. My really, God. You know, but like when Marty Lyons took that job, he wasn't old. He was I don't a know young how, man. He's been doing it for a hundred years. 
long has Marty Lyons been doing? Because he wasn't Ian did games on the radio for a while. I don't think Marty Lyons was his. He's was been his, there a long time. Oh, yeah, no, no. Ian's a long, but think about how long ago I'm talking. Yeah. Because I think Bob got the job right after Ian did. I think. And I was thinking about this. Like, do you think it's because see. players nowadays make so much money they don't need these jobs when they get out? They don't want to do radio? Yeah. I think that's so a lot. So you got to get guys from the 80s who didn't make a lot of money? I think there are – there's a couple of things. I think you've got either the guy that played, whether they made a lot of money or not, they need to do something to stay busy. They want to stay within right. the game. Then you've got guys that made so much money, they say, I'm good, I'm out. And then you got guys that really are injured. I've always told you, being in those locker rooms like I used to be, it always fascinated me how many, whether it was baseball, basketball, or football, didn't matter, how many of them don't pay attention or really don't don't like it right like they're good at it and that's why they do it but if they get a free sunday or the bye week they're not watching like we are so i think there's a combination of different things but yeah i mean the money's certainly a bit hey michael strahan made a lot of money that's true they got him on every week plus he's doing the stuff during the week he's making more money than he made when he was playing he doesn't need to be there on sunday marty Lyons was drafted in 1979 i was 10 sure i'm 52 when did he retire he re- did he make 89. it to 1990 okay he did 10 years got it so about, yeah i'm taking a look of, at the list of i'm just want to see what about it went carl from, banks how old is he we may need him out of there as well ian let's see ian did it with oh no interesting so ian did it with dave jennings Oh, Howard David oh, did Jet oh. Games for three years. So uh, Marty Lyons started with Bob in 2002. Right. That's so almost that's 20 very years long, ago. Yes, it's a very long time. Holy mackerel. Yeah. So he did not do it with Ian. I, I wasn't sure. Ian only did it for one year. But he's been on CBS since 1990. Wow. Maybe we him. need a full clearing out of everything with the Giants and Jets. Like Bob Papa, Carl Banks. Well. They go. Everyone goes. And we start fresh across, so it sounds different. It looks different. <laughs> Everything's different, Jerry. Let's Carl Banks doesn't come in studio anymore, does he? Because break. He yes, he does. Me. He'll be here today. What? Let's take today? a quick break today, Monday. <laughs> but take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll see if Bob Papa, Carl Banks, Bob Wishes, and Marty Lyons love jobs. Al's going to make some phone calls. He wants them all fired, and the GMs as well. Plus, some of your phone calls. Why not? All of that on the warm-up show coming up. As we continue on till Boomer and Geo and Six on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Now, what are you saying? Football Monday here on The Fan. Warm-up show till 6 o'clock. Al's got, like, so many topics. We could go to, like, 8 o'clock tonight if we wanted to. That's true, Jerry. I have a very long show sheet today. You does. Yes, you does. So the Giants have no more leeway with the fans. No. The Jets still have some leeway because some, of a young quarterback. Yes, but I will tell you, uh, one of my friends is a diehard Jet fan. We're talking about that. He's already disgusted. Yeah. Only because he feels like he looks like a deer in headlights. 
And when you draft a kid number one, you know it's going to take a little time, but he's expected just a little bit more than what he's seeing All so right. far. He was looking for a little more. Is that more. fair? That's fair. I think so. I think it's fair, too. But I, I don't know uh, uh, why I don't get as annoyed at them losing as I do the Giants. Because you haven't seen it from this staff and this quarterback for the last, I don't know, 33 years. Plus, you're hurting my business. Yeah. Right? Because, Jerry, well, we have, listen, we have... Hardcore WFAN listeners. We have people who only come in during football season. There are some people that are just football fans. And they like winners. Yeah. Well, they haven't seen that in a while. And you're giving us losers. Nothing. So when you affect my bottom line, I got a problem, Jerry. It's funny, though. When the teams are bad, that's when growing up listening to the station, that's when the station was on fire. Yes. To this point. But now it's like a malaise. The Giants lose again next week. Like, whatever. And it's been the same yeah. show I'll and repeat. the same reasons for yeah. years. Yep. Nothing changes. The Nothing name, changes. It's almost like Joe's thing. The names may change. The years change. The results stay the same. But, yeah. Jerry, when you affect my bottom line, I got a problem. Now, as long as the Giants keep paying, we're good. I got a problem with you. Yeah. When you affect my family, Jerry... When I put food on my table. You don't have a family. It's you and your dog. That dog food ain't cheap, Jerry. I don't give my dog cheap dog food. You know what I'm saying? Actually, homeless people actually buy that because it's cheap. When I put, when the Giants are affecting the food on my table. Are you doing a wrestling thing right now? Yeah, sort of like a Ric Flair <laughs> trying. Are you doing a woo? Uh, woo. <laughs> Then I got a problem. <laughs> you it's, a can, thing, it's a good thing you don't care. <laughs> could you imagine if you actually cared? You could suck. <laughs> you might be not selling any season tickets. No, they're all sold out. You may not be selling hot dogs. Selling a lot of those. But when you affect my business, Jerry, my bottom line, my wallet, you got a problem with me. Know what I'm saying? They don't care. <laughs> You're talking about the talking about the 52 year old that doesn't watch sports. <laughs> I I spent my entire day when you affect my you day, did. Jerry. Yes, you did. Watching sports when I could have watched 90 Day Fiance oh, the talking. other way. God, stop talking. When yeah. I could have watched Prisoner of Love about women who hook up with prisoners. Can I now we got question? a problem. Serious yes. question: If you stopped working here tomorrow. Would you still watch it on Sunday? I would watch Red Zone only. Yeah. I would not watch another giant game until they made the playoffs. So then why did you do that? Back on board. Why don't you just start watching Red Zone? I do watch Red Zone, but I have to. No, but don't even bother putting it on. But I have to. Jerry, it's my business. No, you don't. When my Jerry. Oh, here we go. When my business is talking sports, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Jerry real quickly. (laughs) Positivity. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Giancarlo, Jerry. You, yeah. Even you had to be impressed with oh, Giancarlo. 100%. Are you kidding me with what he did this weekend? And I I was traveling a lot this weekend, so yeah. I wasn't home much. But I caught the headlines. I certainly found out and knew what he did. And then last night was, was outstanding. Now, I didn't win the game last night like the Grand Slam did the other night. But to tack on like he did right after the judge double, right after the Red Sox botched a couple of different things, yeah, man, that this is why he is getting paid what he's getting paid. You wish it would be more consistent, but here's what we know. When that guy gets going, 
he can take an entire team and organization and put them on his back. Why would you even put the ball near where Giancarlo can smack it out of the park? That's well, how good he is, Jerry, uh, right yeah, now. He right is. Now. He's what they would call locked in. Fire. Locked in in September, heading yes. into Rock October. Rocktober. And here's the thing, too, that they were talking about on the broadcast. Yeah. And, and they're, at least I think. What did right they say? It. Well, as you are going through that inning, I was talking about the eighth inning, you've got a couple of things happen. Number one, the Yankees are down 3-2. Yeah, 3-2 to start the inning. Number two, you got Tyler Wade on first base. And A-Rod tells you, you know, he's talking about how I wouldn't send Wade here on 3-1 because DJ LeMahieu generally doesn't swing 3-1. And then they throw the pitch. He doesn't swing. And Wade doesn't slide into second base where he would have been safe. Gets called out. LeMahieu ultimately gets on. And then you get the, and then whoever, uh, is it Rizzo? Someone else got in after that. And you get the two-run double. But prior to the two-run double for Judge, you had second and third. And the thought is, at least Vaskirjan wondered, do you walk Judge to load the bases to set up the double play? And he's like, here's the problem. You've got a locked-in Stanton right behind him. You got to pitch to Judge. So, yeah, that's the problem other teams will have when these guys are on their game. Very difficult to keep a team like this down when they're hitting. And right now, they're doing the job. They were hitting. We talked before the weekend, you know, Toronto's playing Minnesota. The Yankees and Red Sox, are they going to get one or two? We didn't even – did we contemplate them sweeping Boston? I did not contemplate. And here we are. They complete the sweep. Toronto struggled a bit. And the Yankees not only are in playoff position, they have the first wild card now. And Yanks do not play tonight. They play... Uh, Tonight's, there's only two baseball games tonight. Is that right? That is it. Oh, the, you know what the sports world is going to be focused Cowboys on? Cowboys-Eagles. Cowboys-Eagles. That's it. Will we come in here tomorrow? No, you're out tomorrow. Is that right, Jerry? I Unfortunately, I am tomorrow. Me and CeeLo, Jerry, are going to break that down. You could do that. Here's what we're doing tomorrow, Jerry. Breaking down Cowboys-Eagles, pumping people up for yankees Toronto. Do we well, know the pitch? I didn't look at the pitching matchup. Blue Jackets, yet. Penguins. I'm not they're, doing they're Blue Jackets, tonight. Penguins. No they're one playing cares tonight. That would about be kind of cool. Here, let me see if I've got pit. Well, I do have pitching matchups for. Well, Cole uh, would be Wednesday, right? Well, I got uh, Tuesday. I've got Jamison Tyone. Right. Against all oh, my favorite Blue Jays pitcher, pitcher Jerry Ryu. Oh, he's back. I thought he he's was back. Injured. No, he's be back. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, you got Cole you and do. Berrios. You don't want to watch? Do you want to? You want to go to the City Field doubleheader for Mets no. Marlins? I <laughs> know. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then uh, Thursday, Jerry, you've got oh, Corey Kluber. Yeah, against. Versus someone named Ray. <laughs> Let me see his story, He's Jerry. probably going to win the Cy Young. <laughs> Robbie Ray? <laughs> yes. Oh, he's 13 and 6. <laughs> I shouldn't say probably. He's in the running for the nice Cy Young. Beard. You All just right. said someone named Ray. Whoever that is, Jerry. That's like someone's doing the warm-up show right now. <laughs> In Toronto, and they say, let's take a look at the Yankee matchups this week. The Yankees got some guy named Cole going. <laughs> and he's screaming at the Argonauts. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Well, listen, you can't win them all, Al. <laughs> so the Yankees got to take two of three. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would certainly behoove them to win two of three. That's in Toronto, not Jerry. Two of three, rather. Yeah. No, I know. Sky Dome or Rogers Center, whatever the hell it's called. Giancarlo better keep that tear going. And they're in Tampa, right, to finish? Is that sound? Or are they home for Tampa? That I'm, I'm forgetting sure. that. No, they might be home for Tampa, and that I think about it. They might finish at home. Let's see. Yeah, so they wrap things up with the Rays at home over the weekend. So there you go. That's it. Final six regular season. Yeah. And thankfully for the Mets, it's coming to an end. By the they way, stink. I watched that. Uh, I watched the Yankees-Red Sox Friday night. Yeah. 
And everyone was acting like Garrett Cole. He gave him three runs. That's not good. Not great. I wasn't happy with that. Uh, he was fine. It wasn't great. But they got such an early nice yeah. lead. Yeah. He probably relaxed a little bit. Maybe. We'll and was see. like, I can give up a couple runs here. Need him now this I'm week. I'm relaxing. You need him this week. So, I will right, we'll take a break. When we come back on the other side, we'll wrap it up. Al's got one more story for you. And then Boomer and Geo join you at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFA. All right, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo. Last night, the Yankees won in Boston again. Another home run for Stanton. Big hit for Aaron Dirge. Uh, also, the Jets and Giants continue to do what the Jets and Giants do, and that's lose Cowboys-Eagles tonight. What else? Yeah, no Yankees tonight, Packers Jerry. Packers won, too, so, by the way. Yeah, the Packers yep. did win. They beat the, the Niners. Yep. Uh, Eagles at Cowboys tonight, Jerry. How confident are you in your Dallas Cowboys? Cowboys thirty-five nothing. Wow, I'm not. I'm, I'm never. It's a division game. You can. You're never confident in a division game. Would you say, Jerry, in division games, you throw out the records? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, I would say that. Yes. Is that right? Yes. How could you not? Because even when like the teams were like we always say, even when the Cowboys were terrible, like they play the the then Washington Redskins. Yeah. Always I, a fight, Jerry. I think. I think it was 1988. I could be wrong. But the Giants were in the midst of that, you know, 86 they won. They won in 90, and they were good in between, obviously. And the Cowboys were putrid. 89 was the one in 15 year. I think they were 6-10 and 10 or 7-9 and nine in 88. I forget. But they weren't good. But I remember them playing Monday Night Football in Texas Stadium against the Giants, who were the better team for sure, and Herschel Walker going over the top, and the Cowboys winning that game. Like, it doesn't matter. It's a division game. It's always something. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you're never comfortable or no. And the Eagles have played well. They blew it last week against the Niners. They should have beaten San Francisco. They had a dominant first quarter, and it was almost like the Niners withstood it and got away with one, and they wound up winning the game. But I think the Eagles are going to have a good season. All right. And did you see Mac Jones through three picks? Yeah, it's weird. Not the watch- greatest quarterback after all, is he, Jerry? Well, he's also a rookie. And watching the <laughs> Patriots, it's like, who are they? Yeah. It's almost like boring now Brady too. left. Belichick, why does he want to do this? I mean, I guess if you can just turn it around and turn it over. He it, wants to prove, Jerry, that he was bigger than I Tom I know, but Brady. here's the difference. Tom Brady went to a team ready to win, and they've got all-stars everywhere. Belichick is, like, starting over again. How about that shot that dude delivered to uh, Gronkowski's ribs? I didn't see it. Oh. And he kind of stood over him. I was waiting for a taunting penalty. Hmm. They didn't give him one. Who was it? Do you remember? No, some dude on the Rams. Why? Well, I figured, yeah. <laughs> that was the game they were playing. I didn't think it was his own guy that did it. You mean it wasn't Antonio Brown no. coming out of COVID? <laughs> he turned her, he, he, Gronk caught a pass, turned around, and the guy gave him a shot right in the ribs. And they said that he doesn't wear a rib protector. Oh, my God. One of the few uh, tight ends that doesn't wear the, the rib protector. Nuts. Yeah. They really are. I he, know they feel like they're indestructible, but they're not. You look like they got the wind knocked out of them. Or broken ribs. Or broken ribs, Jerry. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw cool. him almost catch a, have a one-handed WFAN touchdown. WFAN and WFAN 101.9 FM HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.